0: Turn this up. Growing your business and scaling it to the next level is dependent on your systems. If you're looking to automate your process and free up your time, mind, and capital, then this is the podcast for you. This is the Systems Situation Podcast, baby. That's right. That's right. Buckle up. It's time to put these systems in place in a fun, light, and understandable way. It don't have to be so hard. And now, here's your host, the Premier V.A., Jennifer
1: J. Jennifer J. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Sister Situation Podcast. I am not Jennifer J. I am her assistant, Trey Joiner, and I am just doing a little snippet to let you know what this episode is about. So as we review 2021, we have put a compilation of some snippets, some tips, some things to get you prepared for 2022. So take these next 17 minutes of your life, listen up, and make sure to subscribe to the System Situation Podcast because Jen will be turning it up for 2022. We hope you enjoy the highlights and that you have an amazing new year. Peace.
2: When you first set your email list up, you should be setting up a welcome series. So that should be the very first thing. Welcome series can be three to five emails that you're going to send out and you can do it one you can wait one day. You can do it every day when they first join. You can do it every three days. You can send one email out a week, but you need to have a welcome series, which is three to five emails where you are just providing value to your audience. And at that point, you should also be separating them if you have different branches in your business. i my own words. So if you're looking for industry-related terms, you won't get them from me. So (laughs) email marketing is dating your audience through email. You are create, you are working toward a relationship. You are trying to go together. So email marketing is sending emails to your audience on your list. With the goal to be in a relationship. I have a word for you about systems, okay? So, my question is, why do you listen to people who don't have the specialty of systems to tell you what systems to put in place? If you are having heart problems, you don't go to the foot doctor, right? So, it should be the same way with systems. People who specialize in systems we have been around the block and we know what works and we know what don't work right so when implementing systems in your business it's very beneficial to you to make sure that you are listening to someone who knows what they're talking about and who have seen different systems different clients different customers and can advise you wisely is you can use google and you can just sit here and talk just like i'm talking to you right now i can be recording my audio right now on my ipad and then take this audio and upload it into a system where i can transcribe everything i'm saying you can do the same thing so Identify how you're going to do it. What is the method you're going to do? Are you going to use your phone and walk step by step? If you have a brick and mortar? Use that. Use your phone. Turn on voice record. Walk into your building. And start talking your processes out. And then go back and tweak them. This way, you are not sitting here typing hours and hours. And- have you systematized? If you're getting people to jump on a call with you, have you done the necessary work internally to make sure that you're able to handle those calls. It's systematized, it's automated, it's streamlined to the fullest so that you can just keep going on to the next person. You may need to just hire someone to take on all of those calls. Are they going to be able to book that same day? Do you have your calendar set so they can book and give you time to get ready? Do you have your business systematized? Do you have an automated system that'll allow them to just book, give you information that you need via a form, and then you're good. You know what they want when they get on your schedule, and you're not on a call taking hour to discuss the client's needs. Are your business processes documented? You guys are gonna hear me say this all the time. Only way that we can lay things out and look at a blueprint and say, okay, this right here is what is getting on my everlasting nerves. This I cannot stand to do. So once you analyze your processes, now you're looking at them and saying, "Can I automate that what that is what's going to lead to my next step, which is the disaster plan, all right, so the disaster plan is making sure that um you have a plan of action, okay, making sure you have a plan of action when disaster hits now. When you hear the word disaster, you think of the ultimate tornadoes and natural disasters. I want to talk about the disasters that happen inside our business, right? What happens if your main system that you use for your business goes down? What is the plan? What is the plan if you can't, your email autoresponder server is offline? What's the backup plan to communicate with those people in that list? That's a disaster, right? What happens when the internet goes out in your house? What do you do? What's your backup plan for that? Do you have a backup plan? Do you know where you can go real quick to get Wi-Fi? Do you have hotspot on maybe your phone? Do you have a data plan on your your laptop that should stay charged or your MacBook? Can you use your hotspot from your phone or your, your tablet to be able to use? So I give you an example of a disaster plan I have in effect. So I have an iPad. I took my iPad and put it on a data plan so that I can, number one, use that iPad anywhere, but I have a hotspot on there. So if something happens where I lose power, provided I remember to charge that iPad, I can now connect my MacBook to to the hotspot on my iPad and work for a limited amount of time. You are not consistent and you are just sending people emails when you have a sale or you have an offer, you're an email thought. Use the top. Right? So when I first started my business, I started as a virtual assistant. So what was my business? I was a virtual assistant. And who did I serve? I served entrepreneurs and small business owners. Well, what did I need to serve them? I needed a way for them to pay, right? That's always the first system we need. A way for people to pay, a way for people to click a button, right? I needed a way for them to pay. I identified I needed a way for them to book an appointment with me so that I'm not scrambling and trying to schedule a million calls while I'm trying to work my nine to five and get out of that. I also identified that um, I needed some type of organized management on the back end for myself. So I knew who I talked to, what they said, what was the outcome? Do I need to follow up? How do I need to follow up? And, And what do I need to give them? Oh my goodness, I needed a contract. Right, so that tells you what is your business, who do you serve, and what do you need to serve them. So, even if it's e commerce, okay, even if you're selling products, you need a way to be able to get product out, you need a way for people to pay you, and then you need a way for you to be able to ship. Right, so you need a System a website to be able to have people purchase your product from Once they do that the back-end system needs to tell you hey someone purchased you need to Ship them their product Then you needed to create a whole nother system on the back end. So we first need to identify What is our business? Who do we serve and? Why what do we need to serve them? Okay? Um, CRM is a customer relationship management system. So, um, and, and that's what you use mostly when you are trying to, um, when you are managing your clients and your customers. So that's what a CRM is. So that's where I house all of the information about my clients and, um, you know, that my onboarding process starts there. So once you decide we're going to work together, I go in, start the process to send you the contract and invoice, the proposal contract and invoice. Once you pay that invoice, the process is automated from there. It just sends you everything you need, you need to do. And then once you finish, it notifies me. I am here to tell you today, say it with your chest. Listen, I understand it's uncomfortable, right? It's uncomfortable to ask for the sale. Yes, some of us are entrepreneurs. It's uncomfortable to ask for the sale. Yes, you heard me right. I know it's you. I know you're out there. I know you're listening. So I have a message for you. Say it with your chest. Why do I keep saying that? <laughs> Listen, research states that some people just don't like to ask for the sale. They could do it, but they can't do it consistently. And it may result into like reduced payments, discounts, coupons. So, if you are that person... Let me tell you, it's simple to me, but it made me understand that it may not be simple to other people, right? So when we are thinking about automation, right, how can I automate a course for six figures? Like, how did you automate that? So I'm going to read to you. One person said, well, how do you do that on automation? And their response was, I automated my traffic through Facebook and Instagram and YouTube ads, right? I automated my sales, sending my traffic and leads to my sales page, then automated my email marketing by sending my non-buyers to an automatic email follow-up. This is nothing other than what I've been Teach so, Click Up is a project management system that is totally better than Asana. I like it better than Monday.com as well, and here's why. So, number one, Click Up you can use with your business and you can use it with your client's business and you never have to leave the app to switch spaces. So if I am doing work for a client and they're assigning me tasks via the system then I can just switch the space kind of like Slack with channels. I could just switch the space and go into their space instead of having to log totally out of the software and then log back into the space that I'm trying to access so that's sure that you are being yourself number one please always be yourself in your emails some some kind of personalization because emails that are personalized they um emails that are personalized are open more than those that are not right so we don't want to be salesy we want to make sure that we're, we're interjecting ourselves in our emails, right? So, I have an email coming out. If you're not on my email list, definitely text um, system 77948. Oh, I had to change that. I just thought about that. Um, I have an email coming out that will show you what I mean by personalization, giving value, and then still offering a, a, a call to action right? Because that's that's what we need to do. Your systems clear? Is it clear what's supposed to happen next? Are those next steps clear, right? Right now I'm outside and it's cloudy. Some of your systems are cloudy. Some of your processes are cloudy. You haven't mapped out the customer experience go through your processes when somebody purchases from you to make sure those next steps are crystal clear the next step to get started what is the next thing that they're supposed to do break it down in elementary so people understand listen this is the next step for you to get started so i ask you today evaluate your systems to see if they're clear
0: Thank you for listening to the System Situation Podcast with Jennifer J., the Premier VA. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate and review this podcast on your favorite listening platform and connect with Jennifer at thepremierva.com. That's T-H-E-P-R-E-M-I-E-R-V-A.com or on IG at the Premier VA.